Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about our sovereign God as I comment on Psalm 90. This psalm reads, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest men to destruction, and saith, Return, ye children of men, for a thousand years in thy sight are as but yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thy anger, and by thy wrath we are troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet it is their strength, labor, and sorrow for it is soon cut off, and we flyeth away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish thy work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. You know, some of the greatest inventions have actually come out of mistakes. The man who developed the yellow sticky notes that we all use had actually set out to create a type of super glue, but instead he made something that was just the opposite. Now he could have thrown that experiment away, but instead he stayed with it and he came up with a novel use for the material that he had created by accident. Now nothing God has done is by accident or uh, by mistake. He does everything intentionally. But one of the primary attributes of God is his role as creator, a role that most people accept. We must not forget, however, that not only did he create the world, but he also controls the world. Not only is he creator, but he is sustainer. He is creator and he is sovereign. Most people are actually de facto deists. That is, people who accept the creator God, but not the 
controlling God, the creator God, but not the sustainer God, the creator God, but not the sovereign God. Psalm 90 insists that God is in control, and that fact should determine how we live our lives. The first thing we see is that God is the eternal creator. You know, the times of our lives are really pretty short. They remind me of when I was in uh, U.S. Army Airborne School in 1979. That's right, I am old. Uh, class 3779. And the question came up to an instructor. How long does a parachutist have to deploy their reserve parachute if their primary chute fails? And the answer was succinct but profound. He said, you've got the rest of your life. It may only be seconds, but you have the rest of your life to deploy your reserve parachute. I remember also as a, a young child, my dad had a garden that we would drive out to on the weekends and, and, and work the garden. And it really was more of a truck farm than a garden. I mean, it was some long rows and produced a lot of produce. And those summers to a young child who was callow and not very resilient at that point were, were hot and humid and miserable. But on the way home from that hot experience and that sweaty experience, my dad would stop at a convenience store and he'd buy me an RC Cola. Yes, again, I submit. I, 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 I am old. <laughs> but he would give us, uh, get us both each an RC Cola, and it was so delicious. It was so cold. It was so refreshing. I, I just wish it would last forever. Of course, it only lasted for a few minutes. Andy Warhol said that everyone has 15 minutes of fame. Well, I, I think that's generous. I'm not sure I'll ever have 15 minutes of fame. Ecclesiastes says that vanity, vanity, all is vanity. And Job, in chapter 14, verses 1 and 2, said, Man who is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. He comes forth like a flower and fades away. He flees like a shadow and does not continue. Yes, the times of our lives are short, but God has been there for all generations. God is our God. He was our father's God. He was our grandfather's and great-grandfather's God. And he'll be our children's God and their children's God. He is a constant. He is the constant. And he's a place where we can find security and rest and power. And the reason why God has been there for all eternity is that he is eternal. He is constant because he predates creation. Have you ever wondered what the scientists who believe about the Big Bang Theory about the creation of the universe, have you ever wondered if they wonder where the stuff for the Big Bang actually came from? Well, of course they came from God. He's always existed and he always will exist. He is the I am God, not the I was God or the I will be God. He is eternal. The psalmist goes on to tell us that God is the dynamic creator. Now, the word dynamic indicates power and might. It's the root of the word dynamo and the root of the word dynamite. And a, a dynamic person has much power and influence. So let's consider in this uh, psalm some word pictures of the mighty power that God has. He speaks and people can appear or disappear. 
Knowledge is power, and God knows everything. It's like the roaring power of a flood. He consumes like power. And let's contrast God's power with our frailty. We're like a, a night's sleep. <laughs> we're just uh, we, we're here and then we're gone. We're like grass that withers in the scorching sun. It's like a we're like a sigh, empty and powerless. In contrast to God's eternal nature, we also see God's fin uh, human finality or human frailty, human. Um, uh, not eternity, but instead we have a, a very fleeting existence. We live 70 to 90 years on an average person. And the longer we live, the more we have pain and suffering. And yet one day our dynamic God will lift us up and take us away. I remember coming home from that truck farm, that garden my dad had, after enjoying that RC Cola on that hot, of July or even August day, I would go home into an air-conditioned house and collapse in an easy chair, and I would just sigh. Have you ever collapsed in your favorite chair after a long day's work? Well, that's how it is to rest in our dynamic God's love and to rest in His arms. Now, our God is the eternal creator. He is the dynamic creator. And he is, most importantly today, the sovereign creator. What is sovereignty? Well, it is the right to control and the power to control and the willingness to control. It is the ability to control and have authority over a situation. We all are familiar with the fact that the, the nation of China believes asserts that it is sovereign over the island of Taiwan. Now, the problem with that right now is uh, they actually are not able to exercise authority over Taiwan. They don't have the willingness to exercise that authority because they're not necessarily sure they have the power to exercise that authority and take over Taiwan. We pray that, that a war over that situation never happens. But until China asserts their sovereignty, <laughs> they don't have sovereignty. Until a parent asserts that they are the parent, they're not a parent. God is sovereign. He can, he will, he's able to act. And what we must learn to do is to seek him. What did the psalmist seek? He, well, he sought for God to have compassion, to satisfy him and make him glad, to see God's work, his glory and his beauty, and for God to establish his ministry. And what God did for the psalmist, he will do for us if we recognize that God is not only creator, but he is also controller. God is not only creator, but he is also sovereign. And, and a God who is not creator and who is not controller is not the God of the Bible. So we must bow our knee to him. We must recognize his sovereignty. And when we do, his dynamic love for us will overflow in our lives because we are his greatest creation. If we allow God to be our sovereign, if we allow his power in our lives, we will have that abundant life that Jesus promised those who trust in him. So bow your knee to our sovereign creator God.
Look for him to give you that abundant life through Jesus Christ. You will not be sorry, but in fact, you will be able to rest in the ever-loving arms of our Lord and Savior, and you will be able to enjoy the blessings of our dynamic creator, sovereign God. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.